everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. Jingle bells. Bradley Ellis. Ho, ho, ho. And Brandon Jones. Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, missing is Ian Hink on the switcher. Uh, to people who are merely listening to the podcast, just imagine that there isn't a camera switching to close-ups of us. Right. We don't have that this time. Uh, it is just the four of us. Kind of feels weird. Kind <laughs> of eerie. It feels, it feels eerie. like we're rehearsing the Easy Allies podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real episode. Ian's not here, but this is real. This is legit. <laughs> I promise this is canon. Uh, <laughs> even more confusing is there's no recruit me this week. Yeah. What? There's no recruit me because uh, there will be a recruit me special two weeks from now, the first week of January. The whole podcast is recruit me. If you hate recruit me, probably skip that episode. Uh, but uh, that'll be really. It's hey, let me just tell you, it was really fun to shoot. It's a really fun podcast. It did not turn out the way I thought that was going to turn out. I'll say that. <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? In a good way, way. yeah. Oh, no. okay, okay, well, in, okay. In just like Fiasco Knots, you know, yeah. it was like, I, you know, once we set everything up, I was like, okay, yeah. I have mm-hmm. some strategies, and no, I, no, no, no. had to wing the whole thing. Yep. So, yeah, uh, in fact, in the, in the comments, let me know if you want to see more Recruit Me next year or if you want me to try a new thing. I have another idea for another segment, but I feel like Recruit Me's got some steam behind it still. I feel like we got yeah. – it's got legs. Um, next week, there will be no podcast. That's, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Uh, so, yeah, forgive us, please. Uh, but then we'll be back uh, the week after that with more Easy Allies podcast. But let's deal with this week's episode. Uh, begin corrections music, please. Uh, if you ask me right now, I would know this, but I always mess this up. Xbox 360 launched in 2005. Nice. Uh, Lucy is of the Australopithecus afarensis species. And I nailed that. <laughs> uh, I said season pass when I meant battle pass. When I was talking about fighting games getting a, a season pass, I meant battle pass. I meant a, a battle royale style Battle Pass would be sick. And mm. I would count on it for Mortal Kombat even. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Draft your tweets. Uh, <laughs> oh, this was a cool thing. That's not necessarily a correction, but yeah, actually it was new stuff. Yeah. So in that Crash uh, uh, Nitro-fueled trailer, mm-hmm. it was showing tracks that weren't even in Crash Team Racing, but tracks that appeared in later Crash Racing games. Oh, that's cool. It's like a remix oh, then. Oh, yeah. so they're bringing cool. in others. Yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. Someone else also told me something to know about that. Okay. It wasn't anywhere in the trailer. Hmm. They're apparently doing two versions of the game, like Collector's Edition, and it comes with Nitrous Oxide playable. Like, they confirmed that character's playable. The whole thing that was... That character wasn't playable. It was like the rumor, the myth. Oh, is he the guy who's the got big, the UFO? The, yeah, the huge one. Okay. There's casually, like in a press release, just announced it, and a few sites reported on it. It's not in their trailer anywhere. It's not even on their website. Collector's Edition only? So it is unlocked immediately if you buy the collector's edition, oh. but it will be unlocked through normal progression means in the normal game. Oh, okay, you earned that. But they still confirmed he's in it. Wait, was that was that the pop fiction? Yes. Nice. Better go back and. They were just like, it. it's, yeah. it's here. Just enjoy it. I love it's that. Like, it's okay. resolved. Yeah. yeah, I like it when they do stuff like that. Come on, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat X had Goro as the pre-order bonus. That was not mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Nine. Uh, Ninja Theory worked on Disney Infinity. It is Team Ninja oh. who famously hates Disney Infinity. And corrections music, please. Famously? Famously? Famously. They hate it. Give me a quote. to life? No, yeah. Like, basically, they'll interview Team Ninja and they'll say just like, yeah, it's offensively foolish that they would ever try to make a game like this. It's a bit. 
Yeah. It's like, didn't they put a game on Wii U? I thought it was a bit. Uh, I just love saying famously. Look. Right. I love putting famously in a sentence. Also, solid correction. Yeah, that was my bad. Oh, yeah. I got my ninjas mixed up. Sure. The person who gave that correction was real mean about it, too. Oh, wow. Jeez. Okay. (laughs) Please be nice in your Yeah, no need to be mean. It's all corrections. Uh, What's up? uh, Oh, that was just a genuine laughter. That was a chortle. (laughs) Hey, we record this podcast on Tuesday nights. Most of the time, that bites us right in the butt. Every time. Yep. But it's been really working out for a few months because Tuesday has become NPD day, baby. Nice. NPDs happen on Tuesday. Uh, If you're not familiar, uh, NPD is the research group who basically puts out on a monthly basis U.S. video game sales data. And it's so fun to go through these. Uh, uh, November was a crazy month for video games, for the year of video games. Uh, Very special month. What was the best-selling video game in the United States for the month of November? Red Dead? Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Gotta be. Red Dead was number one, uh, whereas it was number two last month. What's number two this month? What's number Call two Duty? in November? Yes. So they just swap <laughs> Same spots. Same thing every year, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Call of Duty swap spots with Red Dead Redemption 2, which is now number one. Um, and I think that's mostly because it came out so late in October. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 24th or something like that or something like that. You would know. Jones would know. Well, I feel like it was 26. 26. Was it 26? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was late gotcha. October. Yeah. Um, what's number three? What was the third best-selling game in November? Uh, was there a sports game recently? No, most of those come out by this point. Oh, okay. Hmm. No new sports games. Good question, Kyle. A lot of big games came out in November. Ugh, big tentpole releases. I don't think it was Battlefield. It was mm. Battlefield. It was three? Was. Number three. Really? Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, it didn't do too bad. And the, probably the next one we talk about is kind of the same scenario. I feel like just off brand recognition, off momentum, you can sell some games even if people hate them. Yeah, Huber was like, oh, I'm surprised it made top 10. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, is it that bad? No, it's not that, it's not bad. that bad. Hey, that's not that bad. What's number four? This was the game I was talking about. Just like sometimes brand recognition will take you so far. Oh, God. Even if the game's. Brand gutter trash. I don't remember what came out now. Gutter trash. Oh, Fallout. Yes. Wow. Fallout's number Fallout four. Oh, Fallout. Yes. Oh my god, dude. I'm so that's terrible. The gutter trash was the gift. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gutter trash. The Fallout. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> Matt Piscatella, the, the guy who works for NPDs and does yeah. tweets and makes videos and everything, uh, he even said that it's that's the third best launch for a Fallout game, uh, behind Four and New Vegas. For f- and these are only physical sales. There is no digital. Let right? me triple check. I'm Ooh, pretty sure yep. Bethesda did not report the digital for these. You are completely right, Damiani. I mean, it's not just Bethesda. I don't think anyone reports digital for yes. NPD. Yeah. No, a lot of people do. Most of these have digital data. Bethesda's oh, one sorry, of the Oh, sorry, some don't. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Thanks for correcting. Huh. Um, so, yeah, that... that Sneaky. Despite, despite all of the bad word of mouth, uh, Fallout 76, number four... On the NPDs of November. I mean, there's also, there's got to be, I don't know how big that percentage would be, but there's got to be a group that's like, I got to see this. <laughs> you know, like, wasn't planning on getting it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then just like a movie, you know, you hear some movies just so terrible. You're like, okay, well, got to go now. Yeah. Venom sold how many in its opening weekend? Yeah. Let's go. We're going. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't think that's the majority of Venom viewers, though. You know what I mean? I think a lot of yeah. Venom viewers, like, really sure. thought they were going to go see a cool movie. Definitely not the majority. But, yeah. like, I just wonder how big that group is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, good on you, Fallout 76. I just, it kind of bums me out. I kind of think that it was sold as a new Fallout game. And it's just the thing that makes me more angry and more angry, that that was a mm-hmm. $60 game that launched there. It would be even higher with digital sales data. Uh, number five and number six are the same game. For some reason, Pokemon? they're always separated. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, uh, which one sold more? Eevee. Uh, Pikachu. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Pikachu. Pikachu. the underdog, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pikachu. Because sometimes silver sells more than gold. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it works out that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Number five, number six. That was apparently best launch for NPD-wise for a Pokemon game since Pokemon Stadium in the year of 2000. <laughs> but caveat. We're talking dollars made instead of copies sold. Oh, dollars. So because this was a $60 big boy, it only mm-hmm. had to sell half as and much. And you know, games are like, up. what, yeah. usually 40 or 50 Oh, uh, You're like right. That? They're normally 40 They're not $30 games. You're mm-hmm. right. They're normally 40 Yeah. So, yeah, it, did, uh, it didn't sell as well as a Pokemon game traditionally does. Um, well, it's not a traditional Pokemon game, I'd say. It isn't. Um, it sold around where, like, X and Y did, though. Oh, which is okay. kind of good. It's not bad, right? Hey, um, man. Yeah, yeah kind of hate X and Y. Uh, oh. So, uh, still, oh. what? Ooh. You like X and Y? I thought you really liked X and Y. I'm surprised. No! I hate that game! <laughs> okay, I just remember when I was done with the review of that, and I finally told Kyle what I gave it, Kyle just looks over to me and goes, gives me a thumbs up, and goes, like, agreeing with it. What would you give it? I gave it a nine, I think. Oh, I do not agree with a nine. So I don't want to go back in time now. You gave, I, I, we need to get, Daddy, you gave Pokemon X and Y a nine? Yeah, we got to go back. I think Would I you like that story? We got to go back in time and get this image of Kyle giving me you this moved? thumbs you up. You were moved by that little Kyle. poor baby story? Oh, it's nice of you doing this now. You gave me a thumbs up. like you. Like, I was like, in my mind for like the last like 10 years or whatever, it's like Kyle Boston's in like, or five years, like Kyle Boston loved it. Pokemon X and Y. Oh, hold my on. Head. He could have loved it at the time. Maybe his opinion changed. Yeah. That is okay. true. I do have a honeymoon period for every Pokemon. Right. Yeah. yeah. You also might not have known Kyle that well, and that could have been like, great, you know, like. A sarcastic thumbs yeah. up? Oh, yeah, we I, didn't say two, two listeners. Damiani was giving me a thumbs up. That was what I was re- re- right. responding to him with. Not the middle finger that you were probably presuming. <laughs> um, I want to say, huh. I thought you said, like, you you said, that I agree. And I could say those exact words came out, but, mm-hmm. like, that sentiment came out. I'm just shocked. This is blowing my mind right here. I mean, even in Easy Allies world, Pokemon Sun and Moon got nominated for Game of the Year the year it came out, and that makes me so mad. I didn't do it. I didn't vote for it. It makes me so mad that that showed up in Game of the Year, like like as if that was one of the I year's didn't play best those games at all. Oh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. I just get mad at myself, dude. All anyway, right. uh, Pokemon Let's Go, not a failure, not a huge success. I honestly thought it would sell more than that, um, but hmm. still, you know, sold well. Uh, number seven. This is where we get to traditional stuff. This is not a new release. This is our first non-new release. Madden? Close. Uh, NBA? Yep, NBA. Nice. Uh, Madden right beneath that. So seven is NBA. Madden's number eight. And FIFA? Well, yes, but at number nine, we have something breaking I it know. up. Another oh. new release. Damiani knows. Don't let them guess first. Oh, yeah. you know? He hmm. knows. Um, I'll, give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. So this game was at a disadvantage. Because it was only forty dollars U.S. dollars, only $40. but in positive news, it made more money in this month than all previous versions of this game series did in their first months combined. Ooh, hmm. good factoid, Damiani. That was good. Except for a spinoff series, which was huge for <laughs> it, which might give it away there. 
I can't think right now. Damiani, you got to sp- position your microphone better because you're staring at them uh, but ignoring that microphone. No, I'm okay. speaking very loud. Final Fantasy something? No. No, no Ooh. Final Fantasy. What happened? What? I don't can't remember what happened. Um, mascot. Mascot. Purple. Spyro? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, Spyro. Dude, I don't even like, remember these coming out, dude. Yeah, it's hard. No, it's the, the, yeah. the end, month dude. just evaporates. Uh, that's done. why I'm so bad at NPDs. It's yeah. like, what happened I know, because it it's a month and a few... It's like a month and a half yeah. ago, yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, Tommy had a great facts. Bring the facts on that. That was in the, the data thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I'm happy for Spyro. Cool. I, again, I thought it would actually do better than that. I thought it would be more comparable to where Crash was. Um, but, I mean, that was a brutal month. Didn't we have a... I don't know if we went, had a bet. I remember we were talking about that, though, with Spyro would be Crash. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely... I, I remember because I was down on it. Do you remember? I was just like, no way... Spire was more popular than Crash. I don't remember the stance I took. Yeah. I'd like to think well, I thought Crash was better. Crash only came out on one platform yeah, originally. Yeah, first. And Spire was on multiple, right? Yep. Yeah. But Crash was still lighting up the charts. Well, Crash, mm. I think, is bigger. I think he is bigger. He's officially yeah. bigger now. <sighs> but uh, that's a good collection. I really like those games. Uh, so, yeah, number 10 was FIFA. Number 11, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh. Got bumped out, but still doing yeah, okay. still doing um, Super Mario Party number twelve. Uh, <laughs> of course, those aren't digital data, yeah. digital sales. Oh, should have said the same for Pokemon. Let's go, even Pikachu. No digital there. Um, Marvel Spider Man number thirteen. Huh. Hey, keep in there, dude. Still swinging. Yep. Mario oh. Kart eight number fourteen. <laughs> of course, I know. What? Something came back this month. Thanks to a bundle. Okay. Crash. I mean, Crash is on there, I think, in the top 20, right? It is not. Crash not to, oh, is not that's in the top, top 4 No, but it's, it's another, it is a Sony game. Just tell me, Damiani. <laughs> number 16, God of War. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Came but, back. But it's just above Wait, number 17, it got a bundle? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, it got a bundle. What? They got a discounted bundle or whatever for Black Friday, along with Spider-Man. Oh! Yeah, not much else to dig in there. Just Dance 2019, number 18. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V is in danger of slipping out of the top 20. <laughs> it's about to happen. Oh, no. Yeah, number yeah. 19. It's on the cusp. Oh, no. They've only oh, got it, two it totally games is. in the top 20. In January, it totally is going to get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, when's GTA 5? You got like, Resident Evil Kingdom Hearts 3. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going bye-bye in January. But I mean, Mark like, it down. I wonder... Kingdom Hearts at the end of January. It right. matters. It's in 10 million copies in one day. Okay. It will. It, it'll it'll right. definitely be yeah, a, right. near the top of that. Um, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how long Red Dead's going to hang on. Depends uh, on the yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, want, I, like, I don't think it'll have the longevity of GTA V, but right. so it could be there all year. It could yeah. be... I think GTA V is just bigger months. still. Yeah. Name. Was there some part of you that was hoping that at some point... GTA 5 would be higher than Red Dead Redemption 2. No still part of charting. me hope for that. Okay. No so part of me hope for that. Well, maybe not hoping. Next year. Wrong word. Mm-hmm. Hoping, but like It'll expecting to see that. Um, yeah, what was interesting is another thing that uh, Matt Pescatella tried to make clear in his tweets is that while these these software launches are huge successes, it's very top-heavy. And so if the chart was more proportionate you would see the number one and number two and number three selling games. Huge numbers, whereas maybe at number 10, it's not even close mm-hmm. to where the people at top are. Um, and so I think that's interesting. I, you know, I'd love more data. I'd love to, you know, I'd love for everybody to just be open about how much money they're making. They won't. Uh, but yeah, I do. It's interesting. It's, uh, I think that was an interesting fact. So it's hard to be like, you know, oh, good for you, Spyro number nine, when we have no idea what number nine means. Yeah. Well, we can still congratulate it. Yes. To, to the best of our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Seems good. It seems... Hey, that seems, seems good. Seems good? It's not bad. <laughs> it ain't bad. 
Um, yeah, it was a really good month for hardware. Uh, oh, yeah. I think the first year ever we had three consoles sell over a million units. Wow. Yeah, All for right. the first time in history, Go three console games. platforms achieved more than one million units sold. So uh, it's like the era of Xbox, GameCube, and PlayStation 2, but they're all doing extremely well. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty stoked Not on as that. Big of a gap, probably. Yeah. Um, software, yeah, just super high. Yeah. So, uh, NPDs this month, again, just kind of good news. Nothing too shocking there. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is still the best selling game of the year. Yeah. And so, like, what we'll get next month is will it, will Red Dead overtake it? That's like the closest race. Mm. Pretty tight, yeah. apparently. Um, and also, I guess closer, there's a close race of, uh, switch to PlayStation 4. Uh, it might come down to uh, PlayStation 4 units uh, switch dollars. Mm-hmm. That was really weird to me when I read that, Kyle. Yeah, because PS4s are cheaper than Switches well, now? The base model, I guess, was for yeah. the month, huh. but the Pros definitely are not cheaper, so it sounds like a lot more people are buying the base unit PlayStation yeah. 4, yeah. and that's how you're getting that to happen, because, what, it's $200 was the cheapest you get a normal PlayStation 4? Whoa, on Black Friday, that was $200? Wasn't it $199? Wow. Oh, man. It was, it was either $299, because it was $399 for the Pro and Xbox One. Well, X Pro was cheaper than Xbox One X, wasn't it? I have no idea, dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy new, I don't buy new consoles well, anymore. Xbox I have One is X is usually five hundred, and the Pro is usually four hundred. Yeah, so so three ninety. So they dropped down a hundred dollars right. each. Yeah. I Xbox think. dropped. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the base model either was bundled with stuff or dropped a hundred dollars too. Mm, okay. So. Yeah. That's. Crazy. I think it was. Switch t- did I think it was two fifty with Spider Man. I think that was huge. I think that was. Yeah, really, that's like, crazy. You could get. Awesome. It's not a lot of people bought that Facebook deal Switch then. Apparently, it was on sale for like a hundred and seventy nine dollars. But no, I'm not buying a thing yeah, on Facebook, Facebook, dude. Deals. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Facebook TV? Yeah. yeah. Oh, stop this. Oh, stop it, Zuck. You're just you're doing weird stuff, Zuckerberg. We know we stop are. It. We know you're being weird. I don't want you with my data. Yeah. I'm not putting a VR headset. Um, yeah, that's it. Nothing much, much more to add to that. Just a really cool month. Uh, uh, nothing shocking, but no bad news, which is really fun. Yeah, baby. Uh... I do want to talk about some bad news, though. Oh, okay. Cool. This is so unusual to me, and it's something that I'm always scared of. We got to talk about Blizzard <coughs> canceling esports for Heroes of the Storm. This is strange, because they're not canceling the game. There is going to be a small team that will continue to support the game, but there will be no more Heroes of the Storm tournaments. Mm-hmm. If you were a competitive Heroes of the Storm player, which if you're not familiar, it's a, it's a MOBA. It's a MOBA. Um, apparently, a, a, like a fairly unique MOBA as opposed to others. Um, suddenly, just one day, without warning, hey, tournament's off. You will no longer get paid by us to play this game. Right. Like Being, crazy. Uh, Blizzard being involved in it. There might be people doing it like third party style, their own tournaments, but Blizzard's out. Right, which means that the money will be far, so no far more, less. Like, that's not going to be at like uh, BlizzCon or anything anymore. It's weird. Yes. Um, yeah, and they're, they're, what they said is that they're going to move developers from that team to other games. Yeah. And that kind of matches along with uh, what we've been hearing about Blizzard just trying to make more games. Yeah, their CFO or something like that from Activision. Yeah. He's like their new one, so that's like the plan. Yeah. Ship more games. Ship more games. Probably like supporting uh, games not as long anymore, too. Which is the opposite of what Blizzard's about. <laughs> Correct. Your nightmare Much scenario different is coming true. Yeah. It used to be, yeah. 
What's so, the overused Batman quote? Or is it Batman? Yeah, you either die being the hero. Yes, or yeah. that's Christian that Bale saying. Yeah. Or yeah. Alan Eckert. Or Aaron Eckert, sorry. Yeah. It's them now. Yeah, that's where we are right now. Uh, a lot of bad PR lately for them, man. Oof. Yeah, yeah, and so a lot of people aren't happy with Blizzard right now. I think it's the kind of thing you have to do a year in advance, like, like just, Yeet. just for it's a stupid example. It's not even close, but I was just thinking about how much this bothers me. Where, uh, with the PlayStation Plus, where Sony was like, "Hey, we're gonna drop PS3 and Vita games, but." Just 14 months from now. And we're like, what? Just do it now! Yeah. Just do that now! So I think this is kind of like that thing. Like, hey, we're doing one more season. You gotta do it that way, right? Like, yeah, you, you should oh, yeah. pull it off a heads up. Well, because yeah. then there's actually an event like to build up to. And mm-hmm. and that's what I, that's what I always like cracks me up that like like when Infinity got canceled and they had like figures that were like ready to go. I'm like, you will make so much money on those things. Like people were like collectors were like, I got it's all ending, I gotta buy this stuff now. And just like, oh, just stop everything. It's like, why don't you celebrate it? Like, why don't yeah. you go out with a bang? You know, like, why don't you build that into the project that, yes. like, whenever we pull the trigger, whether it's now or years from now, we have this out. You know what makes me nervous whenever Blizzard does stuff like this? We're just going to wake up one day and they're like, yeah, WoW's over. It's like, oh, wh- yeah. Uh, you're not- yeah, dude. Is it- Are you going to shut down the server? Like, no, the server's already shut down. Like, we're shutting them down at the end of the month because you pay, you know, for the month. And so that's it. We're done. I'm yeah. just like, oh, God. Like, after everything they've done with that game. I'm like pretty positive that that's how that's how that game is going to end. There's not going to be some awesome because a lot of MMOs have just had this awesome event. Mm-hmm. That even you know, um, fourteen, which went away and came back, had a had a going Huge, away party. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like dropped a big you know planet on that game. And I guess esports is this whole other thing. I know it's expensive actually oh, for publishers yeah. to do this. League of Legends, uh, Riot spends so much money supporting those tournaments. You know, Valve does with Dota 2. I, I know that's expensive, and it was probably a lot for Blizzard to support the game. Yeah, it's oh man. I just don't think that game is successful enough for them. Yeah, so they're just like whatever. We're yeah, gonna. wasn't it? And it's like the third most successful MOBA behind Dota 2 and League of Legends. It, but it's like yes. miles. Yeah, behind but that's those like two. okay, miles. <laughs> yeah, got it, got it. Like it's Dota and League, and that's kind of like the MPD sure. top heavy. Yeah, and then yeah, number yeah. Three is so behind. I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, didn't they, like, the game just had, like, its first original character, I remember that coming out of BlizzCon. Yeah, that just came out, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's... They were just too late to the party on that game, man. Yeah. They they messed up letting uh, Dota go to Valve, and they probably kicked themselves in the pants thinking about it, like, yeah, we gotta make one too. Mm -hmm. It's too little, too late, man. Do we think that they will release within the next year or maybe two years another esports game they're doing warcraft reforged there might be a small esports scene on that yeah it's up to them i don't know how big they'll try to make it Mm -hmm. but they could yeah i also think that this is just another lesson that not every game can be supported with an esports scene in an official capacity yeah no matter how much money you throw behind it Mm-hmm. Um, yes. This had a lot of special reasons. One, it's already crowded. As you said, it was way behind the other two biggest competitors. And yeah, it doesn't matter if you're Blizzard or whatever. Like They're one of the biggest names out there. It doesn't matter how much money they have behind them. With Activision, you can't make something a thing if, they, if it doesn't like pick up and the community adapts, adopts it. And I, I think this honestly is like the right call. Like I feel like all I heard about was like Dota and League of Legends for the last few years, and I'm like, isn't there that Blizzard one too? Here's <laughs> the storm. Does anyone still play that? Yeah, but here's like, the thing: people, that many, about people did still play it. Like, yeah, it, but, it was a career for many people. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just there's enough to support it. The, the, you have to go to where the the scene is, and with yeah. uh, with MOBAs, it is right now. It's Dota two, League of Legends for the esports scene. Yeah, the, and I, 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 and I don't know how many. 
I don't know how many games Blizzard could support in general with a giant esports scene as well. I mean, Riot's doing one and doing like a really, I'd argue, a pretty good job of that. Like with all the money they throw behind it, you don't have to argue that they're doing a good job with. <laughs> I don't it. Yes. watch a lot of it, so I can't tell if the like, actual like production of it. Uh, besides mean, yeah. the values are good. Yeah. Same thing with like Dota. Mm-hmm. You know, they do their own yeah. thing too, and I'm sure Blizzard, you know, pones up the money, but they've got Overwatch. Mm-hmm. They got Hearthstone. It's like how, like. It, I mean, they they have WoW, but that's like doesn't have a huge esports. Starcraft scene is still kind of there, but Starcraft at one point was yeah, huge. Yeah. So, can you really support that many multiple games and ex- really expect them to be like the cream of the crop in like yeah. the esports scene? No, for that long, you can. Yeah. No, but like yeah. I said, you have a plan. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. should have. Or don't be yeah. surprised when that happens. Yeah, they and that's should've. what's weird is just like why why this week? Yeah, Do, you know, like why not have this right on the heels of a an event? Why not have a big mm. heroes event and then right when that event's over. Be like, okay, you know, like we 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 projected we were going to get a certain amount for that last tournament. We did, we didn't. Uh, looking ahead at what our plans are for the next game, we don't want to do that. It's like, no, let's wait four or five months while these guys are all training for the next one, and then no, that next one's not happening. It's yeah, like, it's all about the money, dude. It just it seems, yeah, it, it really se- like you were saying, like, oh, these people are moving on other developers. Like that's the call. Like I, mm-hmm. I think they were just like, we we're out of people. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I know where we can get others and we've been thinking about axing the games it might be time to do it yeah yeah it's just nuts i, I think yes yeah. the way that the cutoff was probably the craziest part of the story yeah and, and like you said Kyle, you're just like you know these things can't be cheap it's like then have a plan yeah. <laughs> then don't you know yeah it's just it's, it's weird to me whenever these companies that are just huge and just like show off how much money they have with the productions and the lights and then they're like oh yeah. well you know mm-hmm. it costs a lot yeah <laughs> what make up your mind what are you you know you developer that's trying to figure out your development, or are you this huge, you know, I, I AAA it, mega company? I'm suspicious of this. Not a fact. I think they lose a lot of money in doing live events for a while. I think Riot was losing money on, you know, renting out Staples arena. Stadium. You yeah, know what I mean? Blizzard has sure. their own arena, too, I think. Yeah, I think for a long time they lost money to make money, to make it seem more popular, to make it seem bigger. And, uh, yeah, 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 I, I can't look at their, their books, but I think it's probably pretty crazy. And I wonder if there's going to be not like a fallout, like I wouldn't bail on it, but like, like you were saying, Damiani, if there are people, you know, really invested in Hearthstone and Overwatch, are those people sweating? Are they like, well, great. What if, you know, mm-hmm. when, when are you going to drop the shoe on this game? You know, and I'm going to have to, you know, how yeah. how much job security do I have working on this? Yeah. Is this a whole company-wide problem or is this just this game? And it, Brad it seems like the game because it is heroes in relation to their other stuff. Brad opened it up with probably the biggest issue is that Blizzard is not on a good streak right now. Right. A lot and of bad press lately. A lot of bad press lately. I just, somebody needs to talk to us. You know, somebody mm-hmm. just needs to talk to us about what's going on right now. Yeah, a, feels, bl- a Blizzard Direct. Yeah. Damiani, I know that's a joke, but like, yes. Right. If we could get somebody who's making decisions at Blizzard to make a video where that person stares at us into the camera lens, that would help. That's kind of like what their BlizzCon press conference is, though. Like, it's them talking to us. Yeah, but it changed. Just, it exactly. I know. Changed. Well, Blizzard, yeah. is, Blizzard <laughs> yeah. is not the same Blizzard it used to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is this the harsh reality that everyone feared when that merger, when the acquisition yeah. was announced? That it was good for a while with Activision yeah. backing and they said, no, 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 but no, no. we're it, totally separate. We're totally separate. We promise. Is this yes. the inevitable? Con- where are we reaching the inevitable conclusion here that and, Activision yeah. is just gonna? It's tang. It's just tingling and crawling through them, and it's gonna mm-hmm. take control of everything. And it's just like, sorry, the Blizzard you know is dead and gone. And I think that's a really easy assumption to make. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like Blizzard's trying to work away from that. Like, they're not coming out being like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not trying to, like, assuage our fears. No. They're just I like, don't know, no, yeah. we're uh, 
going to release this thing that not a lot of people want, and we're going to get rid of that thing that these people want. Sorry, dudes. No reason. Moving I mean, on. their yeah. president resigned at BluesCon. Their other yeah. one, too. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yikes. It, kinda, <laughs> it connects, right? It yeah. kind of like yeah. makes more sense now. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, next story I want to talk about is pretty interesting. I haven't seen a thing like this mm. in video games. It's kind of a unique story. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, everyone, has leaked. Watch out. Stay off Twitter. Don't do it. Delete your <laughs> do Twitter accounts. Leak. Don't leak it. Uh, Don't leak it. Stay off. Stay off the internet. Uh, just find yourself a little cave to live in until for, the game comes out for about five weeks. Yeah, for about on. five weeks. <laughs> it's. I can't believe it leaked that early. Uh, here's the weird thing. Uh, Tatsuya Nomura is kind of cool. He had a plan. I want to read about. I want to read you parts of his. Had a plan, his John. No, I do. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like this, this. He had the plan. This. Okay. Uh, this. What you're about to read makes me love uh, Nomura more than I have. We're aware that a small portion of Kingdom Hearts 3 has been circulating online before its official release. We are also aware as to how this all happened. Got him. That's so Nailed. scary, dude. Got him, dude. We're sorry to see this cause concern among our fans who are excited to see the release. The whole team has been working together since yesterday night, Japan time, to investigate what we can do to better this situation. But first, we would like to ask that you do not share these videos. Here's the coolest part. The game's epilogue and secret movie, which are the biggest spoilers in this game, are planned to be released at a laser, later date just in case, so they will not be shown before the game's release. That's cool. They took the power away from leakers. The, uh, yeah. the, the special secret movie, apparently they did announce or say in some statement a few oh, previously that that actually would be uh, put into the game after. It wouldn't be on disc. Okay. Uh, I oh. did see people talking about that, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think anyone knew the ending was wow. not on the disc or something like epilogue, that. Yeah. But like that, this if those are physical copies, that means the ending's not on there. It means they planned for this. Like they yeah. suspected this might happen mm-hmm. and planned like let's just not put the ending on disc and patch it in day one to be safe. And it, it paid, paid off. off. No more song of the future, baby. It's not just. Pro, like being prophetic right. this has been a trend this past year it seems like this has been one of the worst years for like big leaks happening smash bros smash Brothers. Smash bros is a big one pokemon like every switch yeah. game technically has leaked because of the the system being hacked people have found ways to get the game and run it digitally right. but people are still physically selling the oh game. And that too on top yeah. of that like, yeah. my question to you Kyle bossman do you think yeah. there is a solitary human being on planet earth that was planning to leak kingdom hearts read that and was like okay Nomura, i won't do it Oh, to that second part of <laughs> yeah, like, please like, don't share the please video. Please don't do it. Like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, I, I like that he's saying that message, but that's yeah. like the sad truth. It's like nobody cares. Like people that are going to leak this, like, it doesn't matter. Like, but to me, a video of like Nomura just crying. To, the know? message is like, though, like nah. I'm coming for you. I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I done. know what you did. Yeah. I'm coming it for you. It was taken. And if yeah. it gets Disney involved, dude, yeah. Yeah. yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done, dude. I love that. You're right. It was prepped, but. Uh, Damiani, part of part of the coolness is also part of like why it's a bummer. If you buy that physical disc and do not have internet connection, if you don't update it, you will never see that epilogue. Yep. It'll, no, it'll, YouTube. It'll probably yeah. only be for first initial print run. They probably have like a second wave of shipment coming yes. in. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's like time. They probably. I mean, it could be just like a month after. Yep. That will come in with the ending already huh. on the disc. That's a fine solution, actually. I like but that. this it's got to cost some money. Or I mean, it, to it, ship a different disc. It just yeah, to do it that. I it's have a to game imagine. you can. Af- it's something you can afford to do if you're Kingdom Hearts, where you know you're going to sell out of your first round. If you're like a less popular game that you're not really sure how many to ship, that's yeah. kind of unrealistic. Yeah, maybe not money. Just yeah. 
just extra like stress or just like planning that yeah. you just have to take into account now. And I wonder like how many big developers of like story intensive games are going to look <sighs> at this and be, hey, we should do. Yeah, we should. This is going to become a trend now where endings are just not on games anymore until day one, a day one patch for endings to prevent this kind of thing. I think they will be, and I think they will be for games where it doesn't actually matter, but they're so prideful. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the next Call of Duty game. It's like, oh, nobody can see the last scene of our game. It's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Don't yeah, worry. <laughs> you can't say you placed first in Battle Royale until yeah. you got the day one patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I think I think that this can't be the end of that. Unless Nomura finds everybody. Unless he truly found them. He, and he locks, finds them all down, snuffs them out, and this be, is the end well, of it. Would they become heartless or nobodies? <laughs> they, just, they just cease to exist. No. Yeah, I don't know. You just bonk them and they disappear, become experience points. Yep. Okay. Green balls, right? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, Health right. balls, yeah. Yep. Meaning bubbles. Do you all hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of December iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. Mango. Easy A Weekly Clips. Do you miss the weekly uh, the weekly Twitch clip compilations? Boy, do I have good news. They're back in a totally unofficial but still pretty cool capacity. Check out what Cell Splitter calls very good. Just look for Easy A Weekly Clips on YouTube. L. Fanis. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. And now, that good business lawyer's YouTube channel has spawned a new series. Like Help Us Out Hogue, Virtual Legality is all about Hogue discussing the news of the day in the law and business of video games. Kyle Bossman calls it well-researched and comprehensive, much unlike the Easy Allies podcast. Check out Virtual Legality at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law. Connor's Cure. Connor's Cure was created in honor of eight-year-old WWE fan Connor Michalik, who battled medulloblastoma, a rare tumor that affects the brain and spinal cord. Connor's Cure is a foundation to support pediatric brain and spinal cord cancer research. Connor's Cure has helped raise nearly $2.5 million and assisted more than 400 families around the world. The link to donate is in the description. And our mega sponsor, Jigarbov Productions. Are you looking for a Minecraft ad? Not this time. This is my last copy for a while. That means there's a hot new mega sponsor slot available right now on patreon.com slash easy allies. If you get in quick, you can make Brandon and Ben say all the things you wished you could to a huge audience. <laughs> things like, hi, my name's Brandon and I don't like Red Dead Redemption. Or, hey Kyle, you don't know me. Or, what's the difference between a duck? Or, Merry Christmas allies. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with in the new studio in 2019. Ooh. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. And worth noting, Connor's Cure and Easy Weekly Clips are not official sponsors of Easy Allies. Uh, someone else sponsored them and then wanted to give mm. their message out to the world. Also, I think legally we should not officially endorse Easy Clips because basically, like, 
that sets a precedent for anyone to use any of our clips and we're like okay with it so like not officially endorsed right i have we i've yet to turn down copy from a sponsor yeah don't attempt to be that person yeah because uh, uh, all right don't probably just take you for the money um, you mm. uh, that's over though over the uh, line, yeah, worth mentioning, we, we we still have, beyond our silly bonus episode of, of Recruit Me, we still have four episodes in December. We got a lot of Tuesdays in December. Sorry, right. January, excuse like, me. Wait, what? <laughs> January's a big old chunky month. Yeah. Chunky month. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, worth checking that out. Check us out on Patreon.com. This is the last podcast of 2018. What? Yeah. A lot of podcasts will do a year in review. Why don't we just go chronologically? Let's just talk about everything. It's not that yeah. kind of podcast. I don't, I don't frankly don't have time so right now. January. <laughs> this is the kind of podcast where we play Rank the Significance 2018. Oh my God. Get it out of your system. Jeez, dude. Enjoy it. Vince McMahon, feel yourself. So, uh, I, uh, I have five, I think, Big headlines, big stories that I think define this year. Maybe we can put in some more if you think there were bigger deals. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to rank their significance. I want to. I want to talk about what 2018 was in the world of video games. So uh, I want to start with Microsoft's seven new studios. That was a big deal for Microsoft yeah. this year. Who? Uh, last year and this year suffered, this year more than ever because of what Sony was putting up, has suffered f- with uh, first-party games. Mm. And so they're just actively we're like, all right, fine, we'll work on it. We'll do this. Uh, we're going to put in a genuine effort to create more first-party games that are of high quality. Um, Undead Labs, Playground Games, Compulsion Games, Ninja Theory, who hates Infinity. Uh, no, they worked on Infinity. Ninja Theory is the Infinity. Yeah, careful. Yeah, 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 careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. No more mean comments. Uh, in Exile, Obsidian, and a uh, brand new studio around here called The Initiative. Mm. I didn't even think about this till later, but is Outer World that game? Is Outer Worlds going to be exclusive to Xbox no. and PC? No, no that's no, it's ahead of time. Yeah, it's multi-platform. They, they locked that down ahead of time. Got it. Yep. Yeah. So it's their next game. Yeah, whatever's probably, after that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. Yeah, that was the one that was uh, Take Two. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll get to ranking, but do you think that was a big deal this year? Do you think that's an actual huge effort? Um, will we be feeling this in the years to come? I think it's an effort for sure, dude. Mm-hmm. To get more games out there, yeah, their first party games, absolutely, it is. Yeah, they addressed they the best way I think addressed the one of the biggest criticisms leveraged against them probably the past year or two. Yeah, that their first party output has just not been matching up with Sony and Nintendo's. Whether you know that's True or not, you know, it's a matter of opinion, but yeah, it was a shock. So I was like, oh, they got a new, st- it's going to be like one new studio. They're like, no, we got a bunch. I'm like, okay, they're going to be no names. Ninja Theory. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then Ninja the, Theory and was then a big one, yes. Obsidian as well. I was like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, they're not messing around. They are They are really trying to fix this. Because it's not, they didn't steal those teams, you know? It's not mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I got this team. Like, that was a meeting. Yes. And Obsidian, you know, and they were like, yes, this sounds exciting. Like, mm-hmm. we, we do want to work. You know, exclusively, we do want to create this next project. We have this project in mind. We don't necessarily have the funding for it. You know, like, help us make this 
this thing yeah. a reality. And it's kind of nuts, you know. This generation they shut down Lionhead, right? Like yeah. this generation, yeah. they they canceled yeah. a bunch of exclusive games from other studios. And to me, that's like the dark side of it. You yeah. know, they was like, I couldn't. I really wanted to get that out of the back of my head when Phil was announcing all of these studios because I was just like, man, there's so many. There's so many. You're talking about a project that I don't even know of, whereas mm-hmm. you've already shut down so many things, dragged out Crackdown longer than any game I can remember from this gen is taking forever, mm-hmm. and not really showing anything new every time Crackdown comes back up because at the Game Awards you're just like right Terry Crews is in it moving on Yeah. Uh, to be fair Dreams dr- dragged out longer than Crackdown it, d- it did but w- it's not a sequel this is a brand new thing sure. and there's no game like Dreams whereas like you can't there's plenty of games like Crackdown Crackdown 1 and Crackdown 2 you know what I mean it's like it's like oh we're Crackdown 3 and that'll be the one this gen and okay. this for no reason this game takes so long Fair whereas so you look at something like Dreams and it's not like what are they doing it's like yeah. this is an incredibly ambitious game you know and, and whenever I met with the Dreams team or I think when they showed it off it wasn't like please be excited it was just like no we'll, we'll let you know like I think Media Molecule is really that is a different tone like, that's a completely different tone yeah. Dreams never had a release date whereas Crackdown None of us has demoed had Crackdown. Yeah. Is, have any of us played that game no, I don't think so. No, it wasn't you know playable I mean? last year. <laughs> it's, it's a well, we could have. <laughs> hey, if we were in Mexico City, we could have played. Okay, the game. right, right. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, Fair point. We, we yep. missed out on yep. that one. But um, and, and yeah, yeah, and I don't, I, I don't mean to be negative about this. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm just worried. I just hope, because God, that would suck. I mean, I can't imagine happening for any of these teams to get this great opportunity and then have that not, yeah. you know, go all the way through. But then again, I thought we were going to be playing Scalebound, so who knows? Ah, yeah. Scalebound. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big Dang one. It. Uh, Sony. Gives up on live shows. Yeah. So mm. there's like three three elements of this one. Uh, first, the most bizarre E3 presentation I've seen from Sony. <laughs> yeah. Maybe any studio, right? Like we can make fun of Konami, but it was still kind of like people talking to an audience. They put on the craziest E3 show, uh, went out of their way to do something Dude, different. Just budget. It felt like budget, yeah. too. It felt like they spent a lot of money budget. on this. It's just like, why? Overthought it. Uh, Brad, what's your recollection of how that, what that was? Moving from room to room mm-hmm. for like each game and like a lot of downtime. Yes. Like going back to a panel and them just talking about stuff. I forgot about it that. It was just like, part, what is dude? this? They like switched over to like a regular old podcast while yeah. they were switching. Yeah, rooms. yeah. It was just like so weird. Yeah. Weren't you there? I went to the party afterward and the party oh. was weird. Okay. Because we like wandered it. Because I didn't realize, I was like, wow, this weird chapel that they're doing this first Last of Us part in. Mm-hmm. And then I like get to the chapel freezing. The, the, AI, the AC cranked. So I'm just in there like, huh. And then we like walk in and I was like, oh my God, they built this actually. Like, oh, they, oh, so the. Like, you know, Naughty Dog built this environment and then they were like, what's your trailer? Oh, it's in this church area. Well, let's build that thing, you know, because we have all this money to spend on this event. And so we're in there and I'm like, cool, let's go to the party. There's other people already at the party. Everyone was was at the press conference is now just milling around, you know, you know, drinking beer and talking to people like I just want to go to that party. And they're like, no, they're going to do a presentation. You're (laughs) You're locked in this room. You can't leave. I'm like, all right. So we're all just like, you know, crammed in here and then like lights go down and like they just played The Last of Us gameplay thing again. And we're like, mm-hmm. all right. And then they're like, and now you get to go on the same adventure that people at the press conference no did. No way. So like you, you, you like, to go do the, the exact same thing. So we like go into the next part and they're like, here's the ghost of Tsushima. And I was like, please, get out of my way. Just get out of my way. And they, so they didn't uh-huh. like block us at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, please, I just want to play Spider-Man. Get out of my yes. way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like they, re- they really had like an idea. You know, it's just like, it's like the kind of thing where like if you get, you know, you go to some sushi places and you you just like go to dip in the soy sauce, and they're like, "No, <laughs> you know, like, yes. it's not that one." No, that's perfect, Jones. You're yes. like, "Oh, okay, so yeah. I just didn't know." Like the way we're supposed to do this, mm-hmm. so it's weird. Yeah, to have them have the couch thing after PSX, and then this super weird press conference. And then they're like, "We're out." And it's yeah. like, "Would well, did you 
if it had been a, if you had gotten a really good reaction from Sony, would that have from the audience for their E three stuff? Would that have changed? Their decision making and not coming back to E3 next year, or is it just numbers? Yeah, so we got to hit those next two things, Jones. I think individually because there was no PSX this year, uh, and it was just kind of announced late. Uh, it was announced after when they normally do announce PSX. Uh, it was announced like a, a couple a couple of months before PSX. Just like, hey, everybody, not happening this year. Uh, look forward to announcements in 2019, uh, and we assume they were coming. This I think this topic might be, look weird at the end of 2019, right? We I think we might say, of course, of course, at the end of 2019. We'll see. Um, E3 is kind of inexplicable. I think they overthought it. I think they had some of the best games to show, and they just kind of like showed them in the weirdest possible yeah. ways. Because when you look at The Last of Us 2, when you look at Ghost of Tsushima, those games look excellent, Ooh. and the presentations were excellent. Everything around it was so bizarre. Um, uh, but then, yeah, after that... Uh, what this was last month's news uh it was announced that sony's not even going to e3 next year that's big that's pretty that feels big, big. Yeah. that's like one or two so far mm-hmm. yeah i still think kyle I'm, I'm in the camp of i mean I, there's many options many possibilities for this but i'm in the yeah. camp that by the end of next year it's all gonna make sense what they were doing sure sure i i don't buy into this as a long-term th- switch for them okay um i know some people are arguing oh they're gonna be going to like their own doing their own things maybe even direct style stuff they're gonna like they're just changing their strategy i think it's just has to do with everything with the ps5 launch strategy that they're and i think that's why things have been announced kind of like it feels sudden or like rug pulled out from under us because I think they're trying to nail their timing down. And there's just they got to figure it out. And once they do, it's like, all right, n- like okay, we got to make these announcements now. And people are just like, whoa, where'd this come from? Because we don't know Sony's full schedule. Yeah. And once we see it next year, I, yeah. that's my belief. It's like, oh yeah, of course they did this event, but right after E3. So why would they go to E3 if like a month after they're doing a PS5 long- unveiling party or event or something like that? Why would and they and they found out Microsoft's announcing their new console at E3. They're like, well, let Microsoft have E3. We're gonna do our own event and get like our own spotlight. Who knows? Okay. You know that I, I think that's what's gonna happen. I think they're gonna be off E3 for two years. That's my guess. I really think they're off. Dude. Two years. Two years. Okay. Well, yeah. Why two? Uh, maybe more. You know, I I do think that I get I get the I get the Damiani argument that it's just just PS5 strictly. But I also get the impression that Sean Layden hates E3, uh, doesn't think that the show is valuable, uh, 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 the best use of their Probably doesn't need money. more in the resources. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can I can see them just, like, effing E3 forever. It's so weird to me, though, Kyle, because E3 has become a public venue now. Yes. And its numbers are increasing. Yes. And on public days, it is a madhouse. Mm-hmm. They have all those consumers there. Right. That's People what Sean Layden was be- talking about. He hates that. I feel like every company loves that. You have a ton of co- consumers there tweeting, talking about it's not the journalist, you know, it's not like the professionals, mm-hmm. it's the consumers and stuff and they're like saying cool things about their products, pre-ordering their products, you know, buying merchandise at these booths, you know, becoming the madhouse show that it is. Mm-hmm. I think they love it. It's like this is this is what we want. Can we kick the journalist out and just have consumers here the whole time. I bet they'd love it that but, uh, way. But that's like what PSX is. I feel like they would rather have PSX where all the attention is solely on them. That's yeah. Yeah. sharing the I think they are just riding so high right now, and they just don't want to do anything where they're not making the rules. Sure, it's like we don't want to have any event where we gotta. They've never done Comic Con. They're just like we just you know we're gonna have our own thing, and everyone else can go and have fun stuff at these events. I'm surprised Layden was at the Game Awards. You know, 
Why? That was crazy. What? Just no PSX? Not going to E3? Oh, about go to the Game Awards. Just oh, like, dude. What? Jones, you know? I thought for sure Sony would have a big announcement. Like, what would have been at PSX would have been at the Game Awards. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Key, I yeah. wonder, because uh, the Game Awards had phenomenal viewership, uh, more than double from last year. I wonder if no PSX had something to do with that. People were so hungry. You know? Yeah, yeah like, maybe. Ah, sure. Yeah. I got to wrap up this year on some exclusive announcements. I mean, I do agree, like, having your own event is a good thing, and all three of the companies do already do that, but you kind of have to have more than one event a year. Mm -hmm. You have games coming out, like, a lot of them like to show games that are coming out immediately, they don't play the long game as much anymore, especially like like Nintendo, I think Sony and Microsoft also love to do that. I think feel like it'll be at least a handful of conventions a year. E3 is one of the biggest ones. It's in the middle of the year. Sure. Uh, I've... I don't understand why you would like long term skip that unless yeah. everyone was pulling. Sorry, everyone was pulling out, and it just seems like the numbers are going up for that show. Mm-hmm. And I, everything I've ever seen about conventions and stuff from people who go there and exhibit is when more consumers go to them, the happier everyone is. And it does, doesn't matter if us as journalists are getting angry about it, making harder to do our jobs there. It just seems like it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing, and it no, shows no signs of slowing down. I think the conference the support, part of it's a different thing. The support shows signs of th- slowing down. Uh, last year, Microsoft said, "Hey, we're doing like we're not going to be on the show floor." Mm-hmm. Like that was a, that was a thing, Damiani. Like like it's it's it EA is, bailed two years ago. Like, yeah, it's, as it's it definitely does a trend. But they they want to be there. I think I think that's more to do with their disagreement, some issue between them and the ESA, like yeah. fees, like the I don't think yes. they like the venue. Yes, like if they had the venue, they I, that's all argument about like the venue. But E three, the like the nature of it, if Microsoft Sony could all have their perfect venue and stuff and everything, I think they'd all be super happy about it. Sure. I think they're just unhappy at the LA Convention Center. Microsoft's like screw this tiny booth that like we have in this West Hall or whatever or South Hall that we can't like get any bigger space for. We're just gonna rent, we have our own theater here. Let's just do it right next door. Like. You, it isn't and the people don't even and, and people don't even need badges to get mm-hmm. in. I mean, I forget if they did or not. But they like, needed badges. But I mean, oh, not E three badges though. Yeah, you don't yeah, need E yeah. three badges. Like we can. That's again easier for consumers to come to that. You don't even have to pay. Just pay for parking and show up. They do that at Comic Con and stuff like that. They just yeah. want to circumvent mm-hmm. the annoying like red tape that it's like you know associated with the ESA and E three. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel like there's like the merch seeping into E three is the future of E three. Like the Comic Con stores where yeah, you can buy totally. shirts and the stupid loot boxes totally. and just like oh, a, yeah. a weird controller. Uh, I'd like it's so weird for me to see that, and that's what I see growing more than anything next year. Oh, so you mean like actual like uh, people exhibiting, like selling stuff, not the yeah. companies, but like the t shirt shops are going to yeah. show yeah. up there. There's already yeah. a ton this year. Yeah, there's already a ton this year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it, that's kind of what Comic Con is to me. Anyway, let's do another one Fortnite. Became a big deal this year, 2018. Battle Royale became a big deal. Was it this year? Yeah. Feels like it's yeah. been more than a year. No, it's hard, it's hard to like pin a year on Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like they they launched Battle Royale I think before this year. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, Jeez. you didn't do the homework on that. <laughs> I couldn't tell. No, you. I mean, this is where we need Ian. Uh, but anyway, what I don't, what I do not have a doubt about is its rise in this. Oh, year. Oh yeah. Because at this time last year. PUBG was the most popular thing. People are just bringing up PUBG for game of the year. Oh, PUBG's got it. It's like it's so innovative. It's just the best. This game, people will be playing this for five years. Uh, uh, at, hey, still a lot of a ton of people yeah. are playing PUBG. Excuse me. Yeah, but, new map. You know. Yeah, but uh, released. Fortnite blew up this year. It it superseded the thing that it was mm, cribbing. I'll say. Uh, uh, and just became. Uh, 
phenomenon. It's a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, excuse me for using the word phenomenon, which I think is an extreme word, but I think like applies here. Yeah, I, I think course. Fortnite became a phenomenon in 2018. It's a pretty big deal when you watched YouTube Rewind and they have a ton of like Fortnite dominated that video. Don't even talk about that video. <laughs> Kyle, I've been out in public yeah. just walking around and there's kids doing dances yeah. from Fortnite. Yeah. We're just like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like high school football players were doing like the Fortnite dances. The NFL, NFL professionals players. were doing it. Yeah. But I'm saying how pervasive it is. It's yes. like everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It 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 Massive. came back to me outside of gaming. And that's when it's like, oh whoa. Yeah. You know, like when Joe Q random friend, <laughs> you know, just brings up a game. And I'm like whoa how did you hear about that you know mm -hmm. and like every now and then smash brothers i'm sure it'll come up and people see commercials and but like yeah this was something where it was just it was everywhere yeah it's funny <laughs> even like even talk about the nfl players it's like a lot of people say like what no those dances exist outside of Fortnite. most of the time it's true i get that but uh like one time you'll just see a player like crawling around and the other player comes up and revives him like that's clear that's Fortnite. they're doing yeah, yeah, Fortnite yeah, yeah. right now <laughs> uh and so like i don't think you can make that argument every single time i i think that yeah it Yo, it permeated. Who's it? the player? One of the players is like dueling, playing major sport, uh, professional sport, and streaming Fortnite at nights. Really? Yeah, it was just like on ESPN. Cool. Like, like that's like people like there are players I, getting I in trouble for playing Fortnite in yeah. professional sports. Like uh, there was an NHL team that what? had to take it off. Uh, uh, Juju Smith Schuster showed up on a, a Ninja stream. The same one with uh, uh, Drake. Yeah. It's just like, hey, my friend Juju is here. Juju Smith Schuster is <sighs> just like incredible wide receiver. Just like things like that. Is, it is. It is crazy the idea that somebody could compete on this world level but right. still enjoy the silly game that everybody else loves. I think Fortnite did something even bigger than that. I mm -hmm. think there's like one thing that to me, because Fortnite's popular and people really like that mode and that mode is popular and they're doing it really well. But uh, the, the idea of how they, it took me a while to like understand what was going on. It was really Huber because like I was playing that game before anybody really. But was, you were playing Save the World. It was not very exciting. Yeah, yeah, I was playing the co-op version. Yep. And uh, Huber really got into Battle Royale. And so Huber was kind of feeding me a lot of information of like, I didn't understand how the battle pass worked and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the idea that they could create something in the world live, that this is mm -hmm. happening. So this is not like an expansion that we're releasing. Something is happening in front of your eyeballs and you have no idea what it is. You don't know what it's going to turn into. Yeah. You don't know what then is going to happen afterward. And that I think is really fascinating that like something is happening. So it's like, it's there's no press release. You missed it. You know, it's like yes. you hear that thing. And like, oh, cool. There's a launch tomorrow. Like it was last night. It just happened. You know, snowboards. Yeah. yeah. But like. The other thing to me that's so funny about it is it's not like, oh, you know, like, oh, did like a UFO land or, oh, it was this thing. It's like the purple cube is in the lake. And oh. you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, it's like yes. they, they can create things to happen in Fortnite that makes it just, I don't understand. Like, Everybody I have no idea what's happening. Everybody touched a butterfly at the same time. Yeah. yeah. What? Yes. You know, yes. It's just, so it's just like they can just make something that's nonsense and mm -hmm. these... You know, uh, like a lot of times, you know, journalists like us, we have to chase the information around. But now you have like the L.A. Times and are like, what happened? <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. we got to drag that guy out from the gaming closet to explain all of this to us. Yeah. Because now he's writing headlines. It was just funny. It just got to a point where Kotaku would have a headline. And I'm like, I, you know, I play Fortnite. I don't even know what that means. It's just funny that they're like people are checking cop cars. <laughs> like you're just you're just begging for any kind of information mm -hmm. yeah. from Epic. And again, it's not some like who's the latest uh, um, like uh, uh, the new zombies mode just got announced for Black Ops that um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland's like the main guy in it. And they got like a fun cast. Uh, I didn't um, hear about this. Uh, yeah, I saw a photo. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the next zombies map. Sure. Um, uh, Charles Dance from Game of Thrones. Um, uh, um, 
Tywin Lannister. And like that used to be the type of headline that would get press in the way that Fortnite does. Yes. And so you could understand it. You were like, oh, I can see what the theme is for that zombie map. I see the cast of actors I recognize. Mm -hmm. You have a date for it and a price, and I know when it's happening. I can get excited for it. And Fortnite's just like, boop, flying cow. And everyone's like, ah! You know, yeah. freaking out. Yeah. And you would think about yeah. like how much money it really cost. Like how expensive was Thanos really? Mm -hmm. You know, like how hard was it I think he for was them zero to put dollars, that in there? Dude. Oh, it made time. You know, yeah, yeah, and, and, and or like the cube and stuff. It's like yeah. they're, they're so good at developing their own game and adding stuff to it that it's just like they've totally minimized the cost of having a huge update and just completely maximized everyone just like frothing yeah. <laughs> when, some, when new, something new happens. Uh, will it last? Will we still be talking about this at the end of 2019? Uh, hmm. I, yeah, I think Epic's gonna fight hard. <laughs> like, I think, yeah. I think even if some uh, other big guns come up to challenge them, like they will. Uh, I mean, they, ha I mean, they launched a game service. Like, they yeah. Epic just has a lot of money to burn right now, and I think like don't do not threaten them as far as like, oh, you want us to beat you as far as head, you know, with headlines, like yeah. we'll do mm -hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, and it is surprising to me that Call of Duty was able to make its own battle royale mode that found its own space and made that game successful in its own way without mm. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, and it, mm. before Keith or something. Yeah, and Fortnite like has a style, but doesn't at the same time. It's got a style. Dude. It's got a style, mm -hmm. but you can throw NFL at it, and it's like, great, oh, yeah. no, it fits. You yep. can put Thanos yep. in there, and like, yep. sure, you know, mm -hmm. like John Wick, and you're like, great, doesn't break it. Yeah, you know, and you're like, well, they've jumped the shark now. They, they jumped the shark every day. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. It's just wacky. Yeah, it's cool. It's a huge deal. Uh, uh, this one might be a small one, but to me, it was a. This is one of the hugest. Uh, surprises to me is when Telltale closed down this year mm. uh, because Telltale games to me were so unique and uh, I presumed successful and so to see that whole studio and their whole brand of video games cease suddenly was kind of shocking to me this year yeah as from our perspective seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah um sounds like some employees saw like the writing on the wall and stuff it turns out they did yeah, yeah. like they they knew it was coming but yeah, you. If that never happens, like just shocking. Everyone thinks they're great. The cheap engine. They must be making so much money off these games. Yeah. Huge licenses. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think that's. I guess that's what ended up. You know, making them bite the like yes. bite in the end was the license. Too many, too too many, many licenses. licenses fees. Mm -hmm. They just yeah. couldn't cover. Uh, the, too many games. Too yeah. fast. Yeah, it did feel like I want. I always thought they were expanding their teams to cover that and stuff, and it sounds like they they weren't really doing that. And mm -hmm. it's like. Wait, if you're making in more money and you're taking more licenses, aren't you going on a hiring spree to cover these? And you're not doing that. Oh, okay. This sounds like a one of the textbook cases, one of the worst like management, you know, teams there basically that mismanaged very, very horribly and led to their unfortunate downfall. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's like, uh, uh, like, like some comparison. I guess like MLB the Show. Suddenly, that's not happening anymore. And it's like, what? That's like that's the one game that everybody plays, and they're like, yeah, well, the studio's been having problems, and like you just don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just suddenly this whole game is gone. There's just this vacuum of that kind of game suddenly. That's what's weird about it to me, yeah. I guess. Timing also sucked because it was right before the Walking Dead final season too, right. yeah. and that was in, in question. the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. During, yeah. after During episode it, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah, or two was uh, two was coming two, up because three is yeah. was, was in the showcase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we didn't know what was gonna happen. Like, yeah. Are they gonna finish this? So I'm going to finish this? I presume no, but yeah, it turns out they're working yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Finish that, yeah. Now cool. we know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, to me, pretty crazy. You know, like uh, Capcom Vancouver shut down this year as well, but it, it wasn't as shocking. It wasn't as unique. Uh, obviously, any studio closing is really, really sad, but to me, yeah, Telltale was of this whole different thing. Wolf Among Us Part 2, you know, it was like so Announced. exciting that it was they coming. They were working yeah. on that game, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
man. Uh, they, they had direction. There were no rumors. It was not a thing, you know, that we were concerned about. Like we were yes. concerned about that company with because of the engine and the games, and you know, are they do, are they doing too much? Yeah. But to to have have happened as suddenly as it did. Right. Like right now, we have clues that Starbreeze might go under. Like I won't be surprised when that headline pops up. They're having issues, mm. but yeah, they didn't see it that way. Um. By the way, good luck to you, Starbreeze. Don't have any ill wishes. Um. Uh. Finally, the last headline. Is a hard one for me to make, but it was another thing that I was surprised by is just the amount of games that are like breaking records, the amount of games that are just becoming hugely successful beyond what we expected of them. I'm going to include Monster Hunter World in there. Mm-hmm. Capcom's best selling game ever. <laughs> Crazy. Ever since they started making games, this yeah. was the best selling one. Yeah. Uh, God of War, at the time, best selling Sony exclusive ever. Then Spider Man came out and broke that dumb record. Uh, Smash Bros. Uh, what did we say? Did you say seven mil or did you say no, five no. mil? Almost five million five in mil. eleven days. In eleven days worldwide. worldwide. Uh, and then Red Dead Redemption Two, just like boom, <laughs> goodbye GTA Five. So, uh, just to just to me, uh, just I guess maybe this is the part of the generation we're sitting in, sure, where just things just sell. Pretty the wild. End. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah, ready. Always like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to make it a headline. And to me, it's shocking. To me, that was that was something I wouldn't have expected at the beginning of this year. Well, the other thing too, why I hope it's a headline mm-hmm. is that you hope like gaming's are, gaming's bigger than ever. Yeah, yeah. You Seems know that like not it. only not only do more people own consoles, but it's like that thing that I hope happens where it's just like all you know. It's like no again, no offense to that generation, but it's just like a lot of older people like I don't understand games. Like, mm-hmm. well, maybe someday and you know, forty years from now, you know, we'll be in our you know seventies and eighties and be like, gaming's great. You know, and it's just like you have, you have the whole span of human existence. It's like games. You know, yeah. like we we have no idea what that industry is going to look like. It's gonna be crazy. Whole companies like whole telltales that just make games for. 60, 70, 80 year old people, you know, yeah. like, and not just mobile games like Scrabble. Like, that's the stuff they're playing now, mm-hmm. but specific entertainment for people that it's like, I, I you know, I, I can't play Twitch gaming anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, not Twitch.tv, but like, I can't, I can't play COD. I Twitchy, can't, you know, yeah. it's my hands Fast. hurt. Yeah. You know, but like, then, you know, decades from now, now we could possibly be getting into crazy VR tech, you know, like Connect that doesn't suck and, you know, like stuff that's really picking up on what I'm doing. <laughs> AI that's like, I don't even have a game. I just have this. Alexa, you know, Milo. 8.0 mm-hmm. that I just have conversations with. And like that technically runs through my PlayStation or my Xbox or whatever. C-Man reboot. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, but, so I hope this is in line with that. I yeah. hope that's like part of it. And we're just going to keep breaking records, PS5 and Xbox 3 or whatever. Yeah. I, I, to me, and it's also encouraging that these games aren't games that I hate, I guess. You know what I mean? They are games that are good. Yeah. Uh, to me, I really like that part of it too. Is that just it seems like a, a true effort into putting a complete whole game together is being rewarded. Obviously, Fortnite made more money than any of these games this year. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I don't, that's not part of the quality thing, but the it's part of the complete package thing. They're like this is a sixty dollar video game, baby. Two single player games too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that. You're right. Like Spider Man and God of War sold better than single player games should. Yeah. It, only multiplayer games are selling, baby. You gotta have. You gotta have gotta loot have boxes. Gotta have battle Where are your loot boxes? Where's your battle pace? Uh, uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, Dead Red Dead Redemption Two. I would say that a lot of people bought Red Dead Redemption Two this year to play single player. Oh, I think a lot me. of people who bought that game will never oh, yeah. play multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think story was advertised for that game more than any Rockstar game I can remember. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Seriously. Yeah. Like, no, this is a serious story. You know, mm-hmm. it's like GTA 5, obviously we got to meet these characters, 
Yeah. It's just these three separate characters. Like, they all got their own TV ads and stuff, but, but even then, it's all pretty goofy. Like, I'm flying a jet. Right. And it was this like, was like brotherhood, you know, mm-hmm. like uneasy alliance, you know, strong bonds torn apart. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of drama there. But it was very, it was very HBO. <laughs> just had that kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they want that HBO vibes. Yeah, and so yeah, I think that was cool. I, I think that was good news, and that is our last headline. Do you have any, Do you have one, Jones? Oh, I just want to add something onto that because that mm-hmm. makes me wonder if that's part of the reason why Sony's kind of stepping back because they're like, Tsushima's going to crush it. Yeah, you know, like all of these huge games that we have coming up, and they know like what those launch titles are going to be for PS5. I'm, I'm like I'm I I really think Horizon Two is gonna like be right when that PS5 gets announced. They're gonna be like, that's, oh, well, that's one of our new showcase things. Yeah. And so like, the moment they were done with yeah. that Frozen Wilds, they were just like, all right, moving right onto the PS5. Yeah. And I wonder if just these they, they know they have these cash cows and they're like, why are we gonna waste money on you know telling people look at Tsushima? It's like they know they're gonna they're gonna line up for it. And so yeah, um, we can maybe have an event for that game specifically, but like we don't need to spend all this money because yeah. It's look at how good our games are doing, man. Look at good PSVR did this year, you know. Like it's the end of the year. A lot of people are talking about Beat Saber and Astrobot, uh, and Astrobot, and that, you know, it's like I see people on Twitter screaming like, "You have to check these games out. You have to play them." That's cool. That um, yeah, yeah, they're doing and, really well. And kind of along that point, Jones, uh, they went all out on Spider-Man marketing. They spent a ton of money, maybe even close to what Rockstar spent on Red Dead, really, on just marketing that game, and probably you know. More than a PSX would cost. Uh, yeah, subway to, car. Yeah, exactly. The Spider-Man subway. This car. was the time <laughs> or the era to do that, though. Yes, because Marvel is just blowing up. Still, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Marvel's hot right now. Still capitalizing on it, yeah. Okay. Uh, did any of you have a headline that's just like, oh, why don't you talk about this though? That was the biggest deal of 2018. Sounds like no. Us so, getting a studio. Well, we talked about <laughs> we talked about yeah. It's really big. Yeah, what studio did we acquire? It took Kyle? a long time. I'm putting that last. I mean, <laughs> when you did say big events, the the Drake Ninja stream was yeah, one that, that really was crazy. Out. Oh yeah, that's definitely. I'm gonna envelop that into yeah. Fortnite. But you're right in that. Uh, beyond just the game being popular, streamers became popular. Yeah, I mean, Ninja took a picture with Fallon the other day, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's cool. And I know Fallon's hip; like, Fallon plays games. Like, he's, oh, he, he probably knows who these people are. He was but a like, guest. He was a guest on the show. Um, but I just, I, I, I think we're getting to the point. I think 2019, 2020, like, where, like, my, you know, I'll have friends that don't play games. You're gonna be like, who's this Ninja guy? You know, it's like, oh wow, again, like, oh, got to you, and now it's coming back to me through you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I never thought that would happen. Are you making a case for it to be number one? Fortnite? Rank! That's significant! Fortnite's my number one. I mean, that's... Yeah? yeah. That's... That is... I don't know. It's hard because, like, at a personal level, it's me with Sony just not being at E3. Oh, this is not but, personal. This is, we gotta rank the significant. Okay, then it's yeah. it's Fortnite. Really? I just think it was just Fortnite's year. I just think we... Yeah, you know what? We're, I, gonna, we're gonna try to remember what year that was. When like, it's, like, 2029. Yeah. And we're, like, hopefully, God willing, yeah. like, on this podcast still or, I mean, you know, working in this industry. And we're like, what yeah. was that... Was that 19 or was that 18? It was like, no, I was 18. Yeah, like they were still around in 19 and 20 and maybe even yeah. bigger than they are now. But like 18 was that year that every other game was like, how are they doing this? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What is this crazy model that they came up with for this game that just seems so tr- trivial and silly when you first look at it? You know, like the kids are in kindergarten, like doing their dances. And like parents are furious. <laughs> they're just like, look at these stupid kids. Yeah. And everyone's like, they're having fun. What are you yeah. Kids? You know, you know like, what? This isn't like an, a violent, you know, I mean, yeah, there's guns and, you know, explosions in it and stuff, but it's like, this is not, yeah, yeah this is <laughs> not bad for kids. Like, this is just a fun experience. The more you plop onto that, Jones, it's a clear number one to me. I, I, I totally agree. That is probably the most significant thing that happened in video games in 2018. What's number two? 
we have left. We have Sony giving up on live shows. We have Xbox acquiring and, and starting uh, Seven Studios. Uh, Telltale closing. Um, and then the game's just selling huge. Those games I did not expect to sell well, just selling bonkers, breaking records. Yeah, I think, I think Sony, Sony could take uh, a little... Because I think it's Sony's kind of takes from that last one that you gave. Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like, the bigness of Sony and Sony backing out of these other things mm-hmm. as kind of a show of strength. I mean, that's what I take it as. Oh. They're just like, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't need PSX. It. Like, yeah. you do- whoa. <laughs> like, they didn't, like, they did not do PSX. Like, oh, things are bad at Sony right now. They're clearly not, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're definitely you know, like, we're not going to E3. Good. It's like, well, they don't need E3. That's how big Sony is right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you think that's a big deal? I mean, it is historic. Like Sony's been with E3 for so long, so I I see why that would like pluck up. Yeah. Because I, I think one of the other things too is like I think back to gens and like I think 360 owned the last gen, but like there were some really just diehard PS3 fans at the time. Like there were there were some conversations. I'm like I'm not going to get into this. I'm a 360 guy, but like I'm not going to tell a PS3 person like they shouldn't be playing their console or tell them like all the issues I have with their exclusives or the controller or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this gen, like there's no question. <laughs> Like Sony just ran off with it, you know. Yeah. Like I think that's kind of crazy. And just looking back at the history of from the back to the NES, the Sega, and Nintendo, mm-hmm. and there's all these great battles that we've had in the gen. And to go through a gen where it's like, yeah, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not really a battle. Even Nintendo is kind of fighting their own battle. You know, it doesn't really seem like, you know, them making, you know, them with uh, 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 Minecraft having it be on Switch and Xbox and. You know, seeing a switch during an Xbox press conference, there's just a lot of really crazy, like, yeah. synergy and big business moves. And all of them were done to, like, try to just, you know, get a lasso around Sony, do something, mm-hmm. slow them down yeah. somehow. Okay. Uh, Damiani, do you agree that's number two? Yeah, from the remaining ones, I think that's a big, a big deal. And I think it's strict, uh, the E3 poll is what pushes it over the top. Sure. It was just. It was three not- things. So boom, boom, boom. Yeah, man. if it was just like their E3 performance this year yeah the no psx is here because they've done many years without a psx uh they haven't been every single year right um that wouldn't have been too shocking the e3 thing puts it over the top cool and then i would do xbox telltale and then games games are on the bottom for me just because it's it's the trend of gens in general like this is the year that they also this right. is our 2007 you like know? mass effect 2 just yeah. selling crazy i get what you mean yeah um so it's a little more predictable than like whoa telltale shut down like whoa microsoft sure. bought all those people yeah, if, I personally, if, I, sorry, not personally, um, I think Telltale shutting down is more shocking than Microsoft Studio acquisitions. I know Ninja Theory was out of nowhere, or not out of nowhere, but like a big name, and uh, Obsidian was the rumor for a while, and, I can't, and they confirmed it was true, but Telltale is like just a studio having no signs outward that they're, they're anywhere near that level of trouble. That they're going to shut down this happening. We historically we've always seen oh company had a bad game. Uh-oh, yeah, there was this no bomb. The, yeah, yeah, we usually everyone kind of sees the cycle of it happening, the sequence. Yeah, that didn't happen this time. This is like first time in a long time, if ever, I can remember this type of caliber thing happening. They weren't the biggest studio, but they were doing a lot of you know big name games with like big name licenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're they're kind of like duking it out with me, like which one really took the top spot for uh, the third spot for this. Sure, and yeah. along with your point there, Damiani, I guess I should make it clear that like uh, Undead Labs, Playground Games, Compulsion Games, we're already basically making exclusive games for mm-hmm. Xbox for Microsoft, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, it kind of seemed like a formality of them picking them up. So I, I get your case there, uh, Brad. Where do you stand on which one's three or which one's four? Mm-hmm. Xbox Studios or Telltale shutting down? 
I it? think... I think Xbox getting those games, probably. Like, for me, sure. like, Telltale was making games all the time, but I never heard anyone really talking about them. Besides maybe Jones, because it was Batman. And Huber. Huber and was, Huber, but that was it. Yeah. Like, that's all I would hear from anybody. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're quietly making games, but I don't know how big they are anymore. Fair point, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, they're, they're, yes. Man, I really, I played Batman this year. I love that game. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Yeah. And, uh, they, and they really just teed it up for season three. Yeah. Like, <sighs> um. But I, one of the other things, too, about Telltale is I wonder if anyone that's not a consumer like us was shaken by that. I wonder if there were any studios that were like, ooh, just put a, uh, a post-it note on the wall to remind us not to do that to our employees because mm-hmm. that'll backfire on us. It's like, did anybody other did anyone did any executives really get scorched by that? Like, is, is that going to carry with anyone that now mm-hmm. they're going to move to another company? And like, well, I saw you mismanaged Telltale or you were a part of that snafu. <laughs> No, from, I don't think so. I, from I my experience, it, that doesn't. Yeah. I think a bunch of people got screwed. And it's kind people of people just story. keep screwing. They just keep screwing as they keep going. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that this is our ranked significance of 2018. It goes first off Fortnite. It's a big deal. Yep. Uh, second, Sony giving up on live shows. Uh, third, Microsoft acquiring uh, Seven Studios. Uh, uh, fourth, Telltale closing down. And fifth. Big games selling big time, breaking records. That was rank. That's significance. 2018. Now it's time for love and respect. Love and respect. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's do this one right now. Okay, this comes from Hugo D. Hawk X. Great Ooh, name. Whoa. Hello, allies. Here's a short one. Thank you. Love that. I've been having this debate with friends since last March about what game, sorry, what makes a game a Metroidvania? I personally think that the latest God of War and Tomb Raider reboot are Metroidvania, similar to Arkham Asylum, the first one. Do you guys agree? If not, what makes a game a Metroidvania in your eyes? Hmm. Your eyes. Um interconnected theme zones each zone has to have a very distinct theme so you can Ooh, tell we're you're getting in, particular right so now you yeah, 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 tell yeah, you're yeah, in a yeah, completely right. different area mm-hmm. um there are boss fights within each of those areas um there are multiple paths into each of those areas from the different previous zones yeah at least like two entrances to yeah. each zone backtracking like crazy backtracking uh <laughs> based on Acquiring, you either hit a roadblock, or you need to go back and get a power up, or the use of power ups is needed to traverse past certain uh, barriers in the game, and that is the core design and gameplay focus of that game. Damiani, oh, you you yeah, nailed that. Over, over story, that like story yeah. is not it is good to have a story in there, but it's not essential to. Are that. there any three D Metroidvanias? Um, I the, mean, Metroid, Metroid Prime, 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 right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know if any were any of the three D two three D Castlevanias the PS two ones kind of like that or no? Oh, I didn't they were like you would load into Curse an area. Yeah, I would say well, Curse of Darkness kind of like I feel like you go through it just uh, more normal. Uh, what do you say, Kyle? Dark Souls is not a Castlevania ga- or Metroidvania no, game, but, but they it just has have strong elements. Metroidvania elements. Yeah, they have elements. It's yeah. like a lot of games have RPG elements, but you're not gonna call it RPG. Yeah. yeah. Um, First, the first uh, Del may cry a tiny bit. I wouldn't call it that. Oh, sure, the castle. Mm, but, yeah, yeah like right. going through that. Yeah, I mean like Resident Evil. Yeah, like they, 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 yeah. you're like backtracking and stuff like that. But I wouldn't call that. Metroidvania. Yeah, but Metroidvania is, or sorry, uh, Resident Evil is more like just get a key than it is like get an upgrade, get a new ability. You know, like yeah. I also well, think like 
boss fights are a very integral part of Metroidvanias. You, boss fights and there are boss fights in these games we described, especially yeah. the Dark Souls games. But like Resident Evil, a handful of boss fights are not always at like the end of an area or stuff. They could come at like any time. I feel like whereas in like a, a Metroidvania, each zone will have a boss fight, but it's not at the it's not necessarily at the end of the of the like a linear path essentially. Yeah, it, it's you can miss it completely or something. Yeah, uh, and you have to like figure out a way to get it. It's also hard for me to. Label something, and this is just, I'm not putting this, like, in the official, like, lexicon. But, like, if a game doesn't have platforming, it's, like, a little weird to call it a Metroidvania. Because, like, 90% of them have a very strong platforming component. You sure. know, like, you you are going to be dodging stuff. <laughs> you know, like, you're going to have, there's going to be bosses that are a lot bigger than you. Uh, there's going to be, because there's a lot of, like, what's up there? You know, there's a lot of, like, I don't I can't get up there yet. I need that ability. I need to be able to climb up there or jump up there or have mm-hmm. an animal that can throw me up there. Yeah, because the, the, like, the... So that's why I don't think Resident Evil is, like, I just don't get that vibe because it's right. the, so much more action-focused. Two games where it's, like, no question. Uh, Guacamelee 2, mm-hmm. Hollow Knight. Metroidvania, yeah. easy. Steam World, kind of on the edge there a little bit. A little bit on the edge. Steam World, uh, yeah. Steam World one, I, I don't really think so. And, and two, like, there's no reason in two to go back anywhere. You know, like they do just uh, for pickups and things. Yeah, there's yeah. those uh, things. But like, you clear a room and you're done. Like, you're not gonna, you know, yeah. go and back there. There's a little icon that like, shows that you yeah, cleared it. They respawn, but. God of War, I don't think you can call a Metroidvania game. You absolutely get abilities that let you explore areas further, but I don't think you, I don't think we can get away with it. Uh, most of the exploration is kind of story driven. Uh, the way that the lake gets lower and lower, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's really fair. I think to it's say an important point, Kyle. Actually, thinking about it more, like progress is not dictated by story whatsoever. Um, it's dictated by me- uh, mechanics, like items. And like overcoming, like, a, like call it a puzzle or anything, what you say, because I don't necessarily agree that it has to have like platforming in it. And you, you brought up a point, Jones, about like clearing out everything. Even in some of like, you know, there's backtracking in a lot of Metroidvania games. You don't, other than maybe one or two times, you don't like have to go back to an area. I think the, the, the hallmark of it is that the, the way the zones are interconnected. That you can like, there is no one set path through the the, the world. Whereas yeah. even in Resident Evil, there's some branching in like the older ones, but there's clear you got to solve this puzzle right. before you can go to this next area of the mm-hmm. thing. Whereas in Metroidvania, you can go over this area, you can go over this area. You might not be if you're good enough, maybe you get far enough. But oh, now you finally hit something. But you can go this way. Boris, I might have found something earlier. I no, I'm totally going this way. Whereas Resident Evil, it's like. Doing it, playing it the normal way. We yeah. all are going the same path in that game. I, I oh sorry. I also think, uh, and I have not played. I've not played either Guacamelee or I haven't finished Hollow Knight. But like to me, most of the <coughs> Metroidvanias that I've played have a map that like you draw. Mm-hmm. So like you can get into a room and like you know I I can I can't see what's up there. You know it's like but I'll get up there eventually. Whereas like God of War, like you unlock an area and boom you're there. You know it's like you might not be able to get over there, but like you can still see everything and yeah, you know. Uh, Tomb Raider is closer, but still, I would not classify it as Metroidvania. No. Uh, Tomb Raider has stuff you can go back to, like, oh, now I can like shoot, like Arkham, also. Yeah, you know, like, but like I, it, it kind of rides Arkham the line. Asylum. I think you can give Metroidvania. I think you totally can because you get so many upgrades throughout that game that do just it makes the entire like Asylum more cohesive. Like, I, I do think there's a lot of overlapping in the era, the architecture of it. The, I feel like you're going in that story progression thing, Dummy. I was talking about though with Arkham. Like, you're going to run into the same cutscenes at the same time. Like, you can't skip this boss that I'm aware of. Yeah. I haven't played in a long time, but... Mm-hmm. But you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can't really I do know what you mean. change up the order. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, because even the original one, Metroid, you can beat Ridley or you can beat, fight Kraid first, depending on like yeah. what you do. Not recommended for most people, but <laughs> right. that's like one of the yeah. hallmarks is beating things out of order. Yeah. And I think in a Metroid. Yeah, I just wonder where you feel like yeah. that. Yeah, so Dark it's cool. Souls, you can cool. do that a lot of times. Yes. Dark Souls, yeah, is more Metroidvania than a lot of other games. So yeah, you know, it's a pointless conversation to have. Yeah. We always talk about genres being pointless, yeah. but it's still I think it's a fun conversation to have. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Talking about elements I, of game I design. still think that what we just did could be its own show. I still I still would love like a genre fight show. Like you couldn't do it yes. forever. You'd have mm-hmm. to have like only like twenty episodes or Limited something. Limited series. You're done. Yeah. But yeah. just pick one and be like, okay, what is not this and yeah. what what does that mean? Yeah. Nobody agrees. Nobody agrees. And yeah, I think that was fun. Um yeah, uh, that one's kind of fun and short. Yeah, I should do that one. Okay, here we go. Uh, from Philippe Fonseca, Fonseca, um, what game will be the focus of Nintendo at E3 2019? P.S. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. The way he read that, I thought it'd be Metroid last uh, year, but uh, Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon's gonna be real. Pokemon will be announced by that time. I feel like. Yeah, it's a contingent on if they're both or either are still coming out in tw- or if they're actually coming out in twenty. Pokemon's coming out in twenty nineteen. That one's like locked in; they can't afford not to. You know. Yeah, uh, I I do feel like Pokemon though probably can get its like own thing more than anything mm. and still achieve the same effect. Yeah, they might even do a dedicated event where people could go to and play it, perhaps. Mm. But because it's gonna probably be a more inv- they're both gonna be pretty involved games. My gut says Metroid, just because. They they like, they want to like people have been waiting for this. They want they, they this is their chance to make it. Uh, everyone thinks Metroid is like this big triple A franchise for Nintendo, but it doesn't get the same, same sales. sales. Yeah. yeah, and I think this is a huge hurdle that Nintendo yeah. wants to get that series over. Like we need like like Square Enix want to get Dragon Quest in the West, like that like that type of like barrier. We just want to break through this finally, and I think the momentum is on their side that we've been doing these new installments on Switch. We're building up momentum. Everyone's saying really great things about each entry. This is it. Let's do it. We got like this is your chance. I think they want to nail that, but I mean, Pokemon's still incredibly important to them. Yes, it's just how different and unique is that game really going to be? Yeah, and if it's still going to be more traditional than anything, they're not going to need to like. Yeah, we need you to like play this so you understand it. Where yeah, I feel like right. Metroid's going to be, you need to play this to get this, and we yeah. need that buzz going. Yeah, I want to make a. I want to have a theory. Sure, there will be quadrants. I do not think will that be like a Metroidvania. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can explore and enter from different places. Uh, if you get a grappling hook, you can go and check out the the other booth. Um, uh, man, that'd be cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> just like you get the grappling hook today. No. Yeah, and you get to play the new Mario game. Um, uh, I I think that they'll want to focus on more than one game. You made a great case for why they'll stress Metroid so far. I don't think Metroid is their entire 2019. Animal oh. Crossing. Yes. No. Right. I mean, yeah, but they're not going to. It's coming out in 2019? No, I know. It won't be like the only game in the booth, though. No, it's right. the same, so the same multiple games. Right. Okay. I, okay. I think they'll yeah. be able like, to think of just like probably four right. huge chunks. Yeah. I don't think this year they could afford to just. Yeah, because the last one. three years have been like one game focused, right? Last year. Zelda, Mario, oh, oh, and yeah. Smash. Yes. Totally. Well done, Brad. You, you silenced Damiani. Yeah, didn't they? Oh, no. Didn't they do Splatoon? Did Splatoon. Splatoon had like a section. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it had like the stage and the, like you they know, did that kind of thing. Yeah, Smash but had the lion's share of it. It was totally Smash had the lion's share, and totally yeah, Mario the, having the lion's oh, share. Oh, never the mind. Giant, the biggest screen in there was only showing. I'm, Smash, yeah, I'm thinking of before going into last E3, we all I think a lot of us speculated they would have to do multiple games to yeah. focus, and they didn't. So that yeah. this is what's going to be my case against why they probably won't do multiple. Because I say games. the same thing every year. Because it's yeah. this even more so in 2019. They got too many games. They got to do multiple. Just be like, no, nah, E3 is going to be the Metroid event. Yeah, you can watch us play. The other ones on Treehouse, but yep. you know, we just want people playing Metroid when they're actually here. That booth, I, yeah. though, could like be Animal tight. Crossing, they're yeah. not gonna oh, want yeah. people playing that there. That's a game they're gonna yeah, want. That's, a, that's on a Treehouse. That's not a, that's I don't so think it's a hands on a demo game. Yeah. It really I, isn't a demo game. I don't think game. that's that. Uh, I could see Pokemon also being one that they don't do because. They don't have the fun gimmick of the catching. Like the, yeah. Because Pokemon if, was there. If yeah, the battle year. menu looks the same as Sun and Moon, if it's not uh, like jaw-dropping, like what's the point there? Yeah, like they'll set up some stations for sure. I bet it'll look Bayonetta a lot like, could be at uh, Sega's uh, let's booth. go. Yeah. Graphically. They could totally have Bayonetta 3 at, at Sega's booth. Yeah. Or have a small corner mm. for it. At, like they can do small sides, Kyle, or like a row of stuff, but I think the majority of the booth is going to be Metroid. Yeah. Do you have any other games? You said four quadrants. Yeah, the other one's Retro's game. Oh, oh. Star Fox. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Star Fox Grand Prix. Can you imagine if they have those cars? Like you get into it. Like that one year they did like the replica of like the Mario Kart. Uh, they did like yes. the Wind Waker yep. and that. They'll just, have, we all they'll have a line. You got to wait in, and then yeah. everyone sits up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fun question always like obviously we're gonna be talking about that for many months to come but yeah. uh, you know it's just fun to do this stuff yeah. at the end of years it is now time for Or Wars thump, thump, boop. I don't want blaze Tuesday get your booty on the floor tonight make my day make my day make Wars Or Wars who wants in sure oh, yeah oh Dami oh, first beat okay. me to it alright uh, 2018 or 2019? I'm going to go with 2019. That's correct. Why? Because we're going to have Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. We're going to have Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm-hmm. We're going to have possibly Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> we might get the new Halo Infinite next year. We might get two brand new consoles next year. Heck, we may even get a third with an update to the Switch next year. <laughs> Woo! We might get the first look at that cloud gaming and action on those new consoles. And we're going to get all those video game movies next year. We're going to get Sonic. We're going to get Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a banner. Fortnite's going to be rocking stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. We have a banner year next year. It'll be best year of video games ever. Wow. You didn't even talk about Don't Make Cry or Sekiro. Oh, my goodness. What's wrong with you? That's minus points, Damiani. You're a part yeah. of Easy Allies. What's wrong with you? Uh, Is this talking out <laughs> of turn? It's gone. Come on. Dead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You were talking out of turn, Brad. I can't believe Dave's gone. I was helping like him. April. Yeah. Like, oh. I was helping him. You lost points, too, though. That's just how this uh, works. Whatever. Uh, Brad. Yeah. Harry Musley movie Sonic. Wait. Oh, okay. Or trying to convince your cousin not to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> trying to convince your cousin not to smoke cigarettes because mm-hmm. it's a bad habit that'll make their teeth yellow, their breasts smell, and it'll make them a lot poorer and increases their chance of cancer way more. The stupid Sonic movie is going to suck. <laughs> the legs look bad. I'm sorry. I know you want Sonic to be good. Sonic deserves better. But it doesn't look great so far. All right. <laughs> Jones. God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2? Oh, how dare you do this to him right now? 
Uh, my, yeah, my best to the team for their phenomenal effort over at Sony Santa Monica. But I just that game. I just love everything about it. What I game? Just, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh. I, lo- I love it so much. That's your that's, why. That's my pure selfish. I'm gonna. I'm taking that entirely. 100. percent I'm owning that. I'm gonna lose it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm losing Or Wars this week. <laughs> we lost. That points, is how Randy much Jones. I love Red Dead Redemption Two. No, you know I'm just what? So, I'm just so I'm just so grateful for that. Oh, God, I so it. grateful. Just... It was tough. It was an emotional thing. Like to, when people are just so frustrated at that game. Like I really had to step back and be like, it's fine. Just let them. If they, they hate it, that's fine. So many things that they're saying. Like I don't. I I I, do, I not only do not dislike. I like. And so it's just like I just got. It's good. To each his own. Mm-hmm. All right, Jones. You know I'm what? I'm bad at Smash Bros. We all got our games. My Christmas present to you is winning <laughs> or Wars. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Brad's already won. He doesn't need another win. So you finally win Or Wars. Pity win. <laughs> Pity win. But he's also he's talking about love. He goes yeah. for the heart, you know. He's you really get the impression Jones loves Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, do you want to make a bet? Yeah. You know I love making bets. If the Sonic movie is good, mm-hmm. I will pat Damiani on the head three times. <laughs> and if it's bad, you have to do it. On stream. Well, what do you, how, Wait, define, but it's going to be bad. Define bad. Are we talking tomato meters? Are we talking who, who decides bad? Your call. Tomato meter. Okay. Tomato meter? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want, like, give me 60 tomato meter. Though. Well, I was thinking 50, but okay. You want fresh or rotten? 60 or above. I want 60 or below. I have to pat Damiani in the head. 60 or above, you have to pat him on the okay. head. Okay. Damiani, by the way, are, are you okay with that? <laughs> sure. Okay. Hat is allowed. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Hat, hat well, on. Well, that's your call. If you oh. want to do, like, true true bet style, you yeah. take the hat off. Are we else. talking three pats? Yes, bump, bump, three, bump. three. Just three? Yeah. Okay. And do we have to say anything as we pat? With the call him a good boy. Okay. <laughs> Damiani, are you okay with that? Wait, no, I think it just took a turn. Okay, all right, Damiani's not okay with that one. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> we'll call him a bad boy. Uh, <laughs> that concludes Or Wars. Thoo! 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 I don't want blast this day. Get your booty on the floor tonight. Make my day. Make my day. Make Wars. Or Wars. That was it. Last Or Wars of the year. Uh, once we pick up next year, we're going to be starting bets again. Back to Ooh, bets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kyle. Time to win again. Jones and I are going to be on a team. Oh, scared uh, this time? Gorgeous Gorillas get to keep their name. That's right. Oh. Yep. Uh, Ian's joining your team in the next year. Ian's going to be part of the Gorgeous Gorillas. Okay. That's right. Yeah. All right. And then um, that's pretty much it. Oh, you, And you will get the Poison Thumb. Cool. Yep. Jones, we got some work to do. Why are you giving them Poison Thumb? Because they won. You just feel bad. Oh, oh, that's right. You get the poison thumb if you win too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is precedent. Okay. (laughs) I want. Am I ready? I want nobody to know what the poison. This Jones. I'm gonna do lots of bets training over the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Like sharpen my skills, dude. Like studying for SATs, and it's just like everything I studied isn't on this test. (laughs) Why did I study? (laughs) Ah! What was I studying? I can't even remember. Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, that is where you would go if you'd like to support the easy allies, uh, the people who make this podcast, the people who make those reviews, the the the, the wildly successful YouTube channel, the immensely popular Twitch channel. Uh, look out, Fortnite. Look out, Fortnite. 
we're streaming weird old games. Uh, <laughs> we're streaming uh, Katamari. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a lot to see. A lot. Uh, we do a lot of things, and so I think there's at least two things that we do that you will like. Uh, just so many videos and so many personalities, so many different kinds of things. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, people who give five dollars or more to this uh, Easy Allies Patreon, um, they get this podcast two days early. And they submit to uh, 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 recruit me, which is we'll, we'll see if that's around next year. Uh, and but they also submit to lo- submit to love and respect. Um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah, so I should talk about recruit me one more time, just so everybody's clear about what's happening programming wise. Next week, Christmas week, there will be no Easy Allies podcast. The week after that, uh, January second. And uh, uh, January 4th, second for uh, $5 patrons, fourth public. That will be the Recruit Me special. Hour and a half of us playing the most nonsense tabletop game you could imagine. Yeah, Bossman DMing. Yes. I was. Saddle I, up for that. Yes. Uh, extremely fun. Um, then the week after that, we will have the first podcast of 2019. The first Easy Allies podcast. Nice. Fresh podcast. One of my favorite things to do. Uh, uh, look forward to the three months ahead and just go through every game that is coming up. And we are going to be shocked by the games coming in January, February, and March. It's going to be... I, I'm going to be sweating. It's going to get really hot in here. I'm going to lose my voice. And I'm going to need three gallons of water to get through that. January alone. It, uh, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, Johns. You won Or Wars. You get the right responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, um, or just popped in your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. I, You can follow me at Trailer Jones. An oldie but a goodie now. But I would like to, if you haven't, I, I uh, commend Ben Moore on his work on the Fallout 76 review. I, oh, I just good think, pick. I just yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I think that's the kind of thing, that's like what I like about EZA and what I like about Ben and what I like about the way that we pr- approach games and review stuff is like it's so easy to make fun of that game and like when I finally got that script I was like here we go and it's just such a really well thought out you know you you can really go on that journey with him and experience a take that's not like well here's this piece of crap it's like this could be so much better and there's just so many different things that frustrate me about it and uh, Ben does a really good job of you know using his words and like articulating things in a really classy way and like that was, I think, maybe the biggest challenge I've ever seen him take on. Yeah, as far as like, while, man. how do yeah. I organize this? Like, I can imagine him just looking at all the issues and being like, I don't even know what order to put these in. Like, yeah. how do how do I approach this? And uh, I was just, I thought that was great, a great edit as well. But um, and, did you edit it? Uh, I did not edit. That. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> I thought you were just like, and great edit as well. And that was uh, <laughs> Ian, Ian Hank. Yeah, got he it, found some it, really it. good uh, sound ups there. Um, mm. And final word, uh, I just want to say because. I got to imagine how hard it would be physically, emotionally to go back to work after you were fired and finish the final season of Walking Dead. Hmm. You know what I mean? Getting screwed that hard and then going back to work in the same office, probably not having all the tools that you did, probably like that whole like, you know, happy go lucky vibe that hopefully was there when they were working on projects gone. You know, it's like you really just have this tie with your friends. And it's like, you know, like we were really lucky in our position to come back. You know, and 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 do easy allies after the fall of game trailers, and then just continue that on. And like they're coming back to work on this, and even if they enjoy it for a moment, they have to know like it's it's gonna end again. You know, I'm gonna have to to leave this. 
and having something you've built up for, that you've, you've written and you've seen the ending and then just have it tarnished in that way, but you still come back and you finish it. Kudos to you, that is awesome. It's been an amazing year, everybody. Cheers. They have like this set number of times that they have to keep sneezing.